Last time on Mixed Success. Uh, a little bit of like madness is starting to set in. Jerry, I'm freaking out. <laughs> Casio, I'm freaking I'm out freaking too. Freaking out, Jerry. Casio my, made so much money, I didn't my, know. I, I destabilized the economy on this cruise ship. All my friends are either dead or. Kind of like a deathly silence has fallen over this crowd. Um, uh, the wind has picked up a bit, and there's a chill in the air. Someone has died here. There's hundreds, if not thousands, of staircases that are moving in between each other. They're connected to each other in like an M.C. Escher style. The nerves of this place have been shot. Um, it's getting a little bit spooky out here. Um, and then it hits, and it's pouring, and there's thunder and lightning, and it's the, the night has sort of come all of a sudden. Uh, welcome to the DJ Bibby and DJ Bobby show. wake up in your room once again jerry you're there as well <laughs> um it's still nighttime the storm has uh is still continuing you can f- you can see um outside the rain pattering against the window but you wake up in your room again um and that you know the pa system is still working you got the sort of like trance going on in the background just it's honestly kind of pleasant it's like a nice tune um and yeah you are the the rest of the ship has kind of gone silent um but you are in your rooms again once again you've been transported back there i think egg like edgar is startled and he like looks around and kind of realizes what's happening he's like what what just happened we were just on the deck has, like, any of this made sense to you so far? No. I went down to try to check the engine room, but for some reason I just keep looping. I walk through the door. I'm brought back to the other side of it. I can't get any closer, and you can, like, hear the frustration building up with Edgar. He's like, I'm just trying to see if there's it where Elliot is, and none of this is making sense. It seems like something's going wrong here, but I can't figure out what. I went down the main staircase, and I was trying to find the entrance to the engine room there, but it's this huge room of shifting staircases, and it, it doesn't quite seem possible. Oh, the stair room, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, I don't know much. I just saw it one time. It was pretty weird, right? How long have you been here? I think a little bit. Do you know... What do you know anything else about the stair room or about this storm? Do, or? do I know anything about, about this? Um, place you or? have also tried to get through the stair room, uh, just out of curiosity. Um, it wasn't there for a little while and then it just appeared there one day. Um, and then shortly after that, the engine stopped working. As you guys are sort of chatting this out, hey, it's a DJ Bibby. Uh, all right, we're starting the DJ Bibby Power Hour. Um, we're gonna be playing the top tracks, get you right in the mood. Um, I hope everyone is ready. Uh, and so as he starts to talk, um, you start to feel it sort of like worm your way, worm its way into your ears. 
Um, it's not just like a regular voice. You can kind of feel it like the tendrils wrapping around your brain stem. Um, and it feels like someone is really like talking directly into your brain. Uh, as he starts talking, the three of you all experience something different. You experience what can best be described as DJ Bibby telling you exactly what you want to hear. So, your deepest desires, the things that you care about the most, he starts promising them to you. Edgar, what's something that you deeply desire? I think the core of it is Edgar's desire for knowledge, but the goal of that knowledge being to to protect what what else he cares about. So the main focus of that being Josephine and, you know, thinking back to what could he have done to, to save Elliot and all the people that had their, their souls taken on the train. Like the only way to fight against that in his mind is by getting this knowledge and power. So he is very adamant to seek it out and to try to obtain it. DJ Bibby starts to talk and he goes, All right, Power Hour starting right now. First song, Edgar. Um, uh, shout out to Edgar, first time, long time. Uh, I just want to say, buddy, hey, we have all of the knowledge that you could ever want in your life. We have it right downstairs. You just need to, you just need to head out. Um, you just need to walk downstairs and you can find it, buddy. Okay? And so as he starts to talk... Uh, and he starts to promise these things. It's not just like empty promises. You can feel your soul aching for this. You can feel it's not just somebody talking to you. It's somebody promising you something that you may never get the chance to experience again. Jerry, 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 the ghost. Funny that you're here. You shouldn't be here. Um, what's up with that, buddy? And we all know what you want. What is it, Jerry? Tell us. Jerry, he just wants to... Not he wants to be human, basically. He wants to be out of hell. And he's had this image of just sitting on a bench in a park, um, just having a little drink, listening to the dogs and the birds and the wind in the trees. And he can sit on the bench because he has a physical butt. Um, and just he's he's alive as like a as a person. Jerry, we're gonna give you the biggest ass. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Sign me the fuck up. Yeah. You just have to make your way. With everybody else, okay? Um, Cassie, my boy, my sweet darling baby boy. What's, what's up, buddy? What can we do for you? I just kind of want to get out of here. You want to leave? Well, I mean, yeah, but I like in a good like in a good way. Yeah, yeah. yeah you want to get out of here? Yeah. Yeah, we can do that for you. Yeah, you just need to go downstairs. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you just need to follow everybody else. It's gonna be great. Okay. Great. I need all of you to roll me an act under pressure roll. Okay, so what did we get at the table? Six. Six? Six and a three. All right, folks, so this is DJ Bobby. Thanks, DJ Bibby, for getting everybody started. We all have a little game to play, and it's going to be super fun, and everyone's going to be super happy. Okay, we're going to start out at the top. We're going to make our way down through the beautiful cruise ship that we know as the call of the ocean. We're going to have a super fun time. Everyone's going to really, really enjoy it. So why don't we start up at the theme park, 
and we'll make our way through that, have a great old time, uh, and then we're going to go down, you know, that funny, spooky staircase that no one can make it through. Yeah. We're going to go through that one. Thank you, Jerry. Um, <laughs> and then we're going to get to some stuff that no one knows about, and we're super excited to share with you. Uh, so just enjoy the tunes and enjoy the variety, okay? Um, and so as, uh, DJ, uh, Bibby is talking, um, because you failed your act under pressure, you, uh, move of your own accord. Um, you stand up and you exit. Um, and as you exit, you see every other door open that you can see and people step out of their rooms and they exit and we all walk in a line. Uh, it is like pitch black outside. The storm is raging. Um, it's almost kind of dangerous to walk on this sort of out, out outer floor, um, as you're sort of making your way through. Everyone around you is like essentially a zombified version. They seem to have this glassy look in their eyes. Uh, there's no comprehension. There's no recognition of anything. Anybody that you pass by, have you, are you trying to like talk to people? Are you trying to um, get their attention or anything like that? I think Edgar is so focused on like just getting to that staircase that he doesn't care. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say that you, so this is how it works. You will be able to roll a new act under pressure roll to break out of this trance every time you complete a challenge. The aesthetic, uh, which was like very clean and modern and like bright and brightly lit has changed. Now it's like dark, dingy club aesthetic. Some of the walls have turned to cement. There's like purple lights. Um, the starry night sky has turned to sort of like lightning and clouds. Um, there's music blasting in this theme park. I mean, it's that same sort of trance beat um, beneath you. Uh, what you see is um, you get a choice. You can do uh, anything you want. There's like a little sign that says, uh, from DJ Bobby and Bibby, uh, do anything you want. You just have to do it once, okay? And it's um, there's a couple options here. You can do the flow rider. You can do the zip line, or you can do the carousel. There's three options. And so everybody starts to go to their respective locations. There's maybe a couple people in front of you. Um, where do you guys want to go? Cassie's on the flow rider. Okay, Cassie's going to the flow rider. You can go to the same ones. You can go to different ones. Edgar's going to the carousel. How do you lose the I'll carousel? I'll do the the. Um, Zipline? Zipline, yeah. Okay, great. Um, let's start with the flow rider. Um, Cassio, you are not the first one there, um, but you are the second one. So you, you pop up in line. Uh, and the first guy is Bobby Sharp. <laughs> the first guy is just, just kind of like a regular looking dude. Um, uh, pops out. Um, the the flow rider is going. It's activated. Um, he hops onto the board. Uh, and, you know, like a flow rider is so like the, the wave. It's like a fake wave, essentially, and you're kind of um, surfing on it. Uh... He hops on. He's doing pretty good. He's doing pretty well. Um, and then he falls. And uh, usually the water would stop. Um, but the water doesn't stop this time. Um, and it keeps flowing. And it uh, slowly starts to drag him under like it's a tidal wave. Um, and uh, it starts to pull him and pull him um, until he disappears um, underneath the sort of floor Hey, I was just rider. joking about the flow rider thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think Casio would get go get in line for the carousel. 
you can go get in line for the carousel. <laughs> you can do any. You can do any of those three things that you want. Absolutely. You just got to do it once. You just got to do it once. You got You can do whatever. No, he'll just... hop on the flow rider. He okay. feels most confident with the flow rider. Yeah. He's not um, gonna be like that chump. Yeah, absolutely. You hop onto the flow rider. Um, uh, you hear DJ Bibby and Bobby, um, and they pop into your head again. And they're like, "Hey, buddy, uh, choosing the flow rider, right? That's so cool. That's so you. Um, we're super excited for you." All you have to do is make it 30 seconds. It's not that long. Yeah, it's easy. Super easy. And you can progress to the next level. And you can get out of here because that's what you really, really want. Okay? Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Um, so I want you to roll uh, an act under pressure um, for me. Oh, that is a 13. Oh, damn. I rolled natural 12 plus one. Fuck yeah. That is great. Um, you make it to the 30 seconds. You I go for 10 minutes. Crush it. <laughs> um, you feel. All right. I'm going to have you roll another roll in a little bit. Um, but you you have sort of like, you make it just through that. It's super easy. No I do a kickflip. You do, you do a fucking kickflip. Um, you do see that, I mean, there's a line behind you forming up. It's like a long key. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. I guess you guys can, can go or whatever. Okay. And they start to um, start to go. Um, we're going to go to the zip line. So, Jerry, uh, you make it to the zip line. Um, a couple people have already gone. Uh, what you notice is that um, it's an obstacle course through the zip line. Uh, there's some, like, flaming hoops uh, there's some things that swing back and forth, like those little pendulums. Um, and uh, some people have made it, some people haven't. Um, you see someone get knocked off by like a giant flying log um, as it sends them um, 100 feet down. This is a huge, tall zip line. It goes from the top of the, uh, almost like where the captain's uh, quarters are, um, down to the base of the um, of the water park. Uh, yeah, so you hear DJ Bobby and Bibby, uh, and they pop on and they go, Jerry, Cheryl again, hey, um, so you want to be a real person, right? You want to have everything that you want, right? Yeah. Okay, you just need to hop on this probably and make it down, okay? Okay. No problem at all. Yeah. Jerry is incorporeal and also can fly. Is it what? Is, what's he like connected <laughs> to, or can he just like zoom through it? Yeah, he can just try and zoom through it. Yeah, can zoom through it. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should I roll? For yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely, you have to roll. Uh, eight. Great. Okay, so mixed success. Um, one of the like flying pendulums kind of catches you, um, and you think it, it wouldn't hurt, but it actually scratches you. Ah. Um, but it's okay. You just take one harm as you sort of like uh, uh, get a bit of this like ghostly cut on you um, as you make it down. You also feel that same crack as you make it through. Uh, Edgar, Edgar's on the carousel. You hear DJ Baby and Bobby, and they talk to you, and they're like, Edgar, buddy, I know that knowledge. It's right down at the base of this cruise ship, okay? It's going to tell you everything you want to know, everything you need to know, okay? You just need to ride this carousel, and it's going to be totally fine, okay? What starts happening with the carousel so that there's some spikes up at the top start to jut out. You know how the carousel kind of, they move up and down? Um, these spikes come down in like different sections. So they come down randomly. Uh, you are going to have to um, essentially dodge for the length of this carousel 
uh, where these spikes come down by jumping through um, the different rides, essentially. So the different horses, the different, you know, you have to run through the carousel, as it were, um, dodging these spikes that are coming down. Um, you can roll me uh, probably an act under pressure um, for this as well. Act under pressure that uses cool seven, mixed success. That's mixed success. Okay, so you take two harm. Um, Oof. Uh, as you get stabbed um, in the shoulder by one of these. Uh, uh, do you have some armor on, though? Yes, I do negate one harm. Okay, great. So you just take one harm. But you get stabbed, but you make it through. Um, you're okay. You see the lifeless body of a few people um, that have been squished in between things uh, as this carousel of death sort of continues on its way. The three of you meet up at the end of this, and you've all felt that crack in your like like brainstem area where that hold on you has sort of started to loosen. Um, so you can roll me a group um, act under pressure check, um, or uh, if there's another stat that you um, like weird or something like that, um, charm, whatever your strongest stat is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you can use your strongest stat. Um, and you can roll that for me. 10-9. 10-9-9. Okay, all of you take one harm. Ignore armor. But you feel that release. Um, you sort of just like tapped into who you are as a person and are able to just sort of like break through uh, that little feeling of, um, of control. You are free from this conveyor belt feeling of having to walk along the same route that everyone else is going on. And you can kind of clearly see it was a little bit almost like a um, vague feeling before that like you couldn't help out people or like you saw people dying, but there wasn't like that much you could do. Um, you, you don't have that feeling anymore. You feel in control of who you are again. Um, people are still essentially lining up to die at this uh, uh, carnival of sadness. They're moving slowly though. Um, they, you know, they don't, it's not like it's just like one person right after another. People are still coming up. Um, and the people who live, who make it through, um, are heading downstairs. Seeing that there's still this queue of people going through these, or like lining up to go through these different challenges, could I use magic to try to break the hold on them? Or would that be classified as big magic? That would definitely be classified as big magic. Um trying to think if there's any way I think I want to attempt it but I'm trying to figure out what would be a good thing to give um, like a big mat you want to attempt a big mat you can sacrifice yeah. Jerry <laughs> there you go Jerry. you can sacrifice me <laughs> um, I think Edgar still wanting to try to help the people that are under under this influence want, he's going to run over to maybe the like a side panel for the carousel or like the, the station where you would actually operate it. And I think he wants to use magic to like basically fry the, the circuitry of the machine to just stop it from spinning. Um, and maybe even, so we're on the top floor, correct? Um, can we see the storm outside? I'm wondering if to try to ensure that this happens, if you can even try to be like to uh, use the lightning that's outside and funnel it through him to like completely Channel a lightning strike. Yeah, just obliterate this thing. Yeah. Um I'll say that you can probably if you head up a little bit higher, um you would have a better chance of channeling the lightning. Like um, climbing on top of the carousel or something. Oh, like I that? just I meant like like 
there's so much more metal that exists on this ship that exists above you. Um, like getting to the highest point might be the best way for you to channel that. I'll do it. Okay, I'll, cool. Is there if a you if you don't, or? it'll just be a little bit of a harder roll, right. essentially. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll sort of change the difficulty for the higher you go. Yeah. So if there's like maybe I'm imagining in the, in this area like a service ladder that's like a metal one that's attached to the side of the wall mm-hmm. that I can just climb up on, like hook my arm around and still like use my other hand to do incantations or yeah anything like that and try Absolutely. to channel the lightning. Yeah, for sure. Um, where are you trying to channel it to? You're trying to channel it, channel it straight to the carousel? Okay, cool. Cassio, uh, are you doing anything? I guess I would want to... I think we should try to head to the captain's quarters because I assume that's where the DJs are broadcasting from. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, not the captain's quarters, but, like, the captain's... Uh, like, kind of like the... Uh, the control room, yeah. Yeah, the control room, yeah. Um, so that's where I would want to head to. Um... And I guess I would pull my shotgun out of my pants on the way. Um, yeah, you can... What's up? Oh, I was I thinking Jerry might follow the crowd of people to see what's coming next. Okay, yeah. Um, sure. Okay, we got three things going on. So, we're going to do Cassio's first. Um, Cassio, you make your way up. Uh, there's, like, some stairs, um, and then you can kind of just... It's a very clear pathway to the control room um, up at the top. Uh as you get up there, um, it's completely unlocked. There's nobody in there. Kick the door open. Yeah, you kick the door open. It's like uh, th- there's not even any lights on or anything like that. No one's home. But uh, the the control panel is activated. Um, it's just not activated in the way that you would expect. It's like there's like runes and things um, on the control panel. It's not... Uh, just obviously powered by electricity or something like that. There's some seems to be some sort of like spiritual magic flowing through this. I want to smash stuff. Yeah, you want to smash. Yeah, stuff? I want to smash. Yeah, it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you smash the shit out of this. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's physical, so you you can like touch it. Um, how are you smashing it? Um, with the with the butt of my shotgun. Okay, I'm fantastic. really going at it. Yeah, so you... I might even just fire one off into it just to really. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, you start going to town on this thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Edgar, as um, Cassie's going to town, uh, I need you to roll me like a, a plus weird um, to use magic. Okay. Uh, plus weird. Okay. So that's going to be a 10. Okay. Um, yeah, it works as you intended. Um, so yeah, so you... Okay, so what's happening... Two things are kind of happening concur- concurrently. You are at this, like, top part, Cassio, and you see this, like, maybe central point of spiritual power um, that is controlling something on the ship. Edgar, you harness the power of the gods... Um, Fuck yeah. ...through your sort of, like, high location... Uh, are you sort of like controlling a lightning strike is essentially what I'm imagining? Yeah, like I think Edgar is so used to like having this be an internal thing where like he is the one initiating the magic and like directing it. But the moment he tries to do this, he sort of uses that same process to kickstart it, but then becomes the conduit and realizes like, oh shit, I am dealing with something that is like way bigger and stronger than what I have dealt with before and is just trying to sort of, like, maneuver it through his body and then redirect it very much like a, basically like Avatar. Yeah, 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 (laughs) absolutely. Okay, so, you do this, like, lightning thing, and at the same time you break this, um, the control and, like, the the runes. Um, The two of those things combined sort of have this interesting effect 
you slam a gigantic lightning bolt down upon the center of this carousel. Um, it's connected to all of these different electrical parts that are moving through the um, through the uh, theme park here. This curse that you break physically, it kind of it releases the control that people are under. They start to collapse um, as they are not necessarily in control of their bodies any longer. Um, and your lightning uh, courses through them, restarts their hearts as they start to die. Uh, this, you can see almost like the lightning, it like hits the ground and then sort of like spreads out all across the, um, the deck of the ship uh, as it courses through all the metal um, and, uh, and, and pieces that people are touching um, as it like restarts essentially the, uh, the hearts of these people that it touches um, as they sort of go through this horrible experience of um, being lifted from this curse and essentially being cast off into um, death because of the because of the breaking of this curse. So the two of you doing something together um, helped to uh, save these people. Hell yeah! Um, nice. We didn't it. even plan for that. No. So <laughs> it just worked out. So I have a question: When that happens, the lightning hits and it's spraying throughout the ship. Um, do I hear anything unusual? I'm thinking back to when Norman mentioned something crawling on the walls, and if something was still crawling on the walls, well, there was lightning going through it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Am I missing something? <laughs> what do you think Norman was talking about? <laughs> it was just moving really fast, and it was going on the walls. Oh, okay. gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I thought that was the monster. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's actually, I did not mean to um, <laughs> do a nice little deflection there, but uh, yeah, so. He's been chasing ghosts. So what this, the scene kind of looks like right now is that people are like, hair standing up on end. Um, they're fried. They're like, what the fuck is happening? Why are we here on the top of the cruise ship? Why are we um, dead? Why are some of us dead? What's happening? Sort of like panic and pandemonium breaks out um, uh, below you. Uh, uh, DJ Bobby and Bibby uh, pop on, uh, and they go like, oh, Casio, Edgar, that was really, really not cool. Okay? I actually um, thought it was really cool. Yeah, no, I'm, cool. Sure, I'm sure that you did. I'm sure you thought that was really, really stupid and cool. I shot lightning. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, okay, so here's the deal. Because you showed us that you guys can kind of break our curse. And let's be honest, it wasn't that very strong because like, you could just break the control panel. Um, we're going to kill these people. We're just going to have to do it by hand. And you're not going to be able to stop us. If you want to stop us, come find us. Um, where are you? I'm not going to tell you oh. where we are, Jerry. Is it the bottom of the staircase? It's no, not the bottom of the staircase. That bet is the bottom it's of the staircase. It's definitely not the place where you can't go. What are you guys, like, experiencing right now? I think, like, Edgar is... He's both relieved to not be under their influence anymore, but also a little scared, knowing that, like, that wasn't... It wasn't all them that was driving him downstairs uh, towards the answer. He's like, no, there was a part of me that, like, is willing to go through whatever at the expense of whoever to get what I want, and he's a little afraid of that that drive. Um and realizing that he kind of needs to reorient his focus on like getting with Cassio and Jerry to, to get to the bottom of this and keep these people as safe as possible. So he's going to like work his way down the service ladder and try to find Cassio and Jerry, figure out the next step. 
Yeah, Cassio's feeling energized. He's he's finally in his element for the first time since they got on this cruise ship, I think. Um, I think his whole thing lately has been uh, finding finding comfort in those sort of adrenaline moments where he's able to uh, step up and sort of be a hero or, you know, save the day. Not that he's fully saved the day yet, but, uh, you know, a small victory here and he, he's ready to go. Yeah. He's ready to, to, to go kick some ass. Um, I th- I kind of feel like what brought Jerry out of the trance was getting hurt. Cause I think he's used to just kind of floating by and not having to worry about his own like mortality and whatever form it exists in. So I think that he's a little scared now and not just in the way of like scared of getting caught and getting brought back down to hell, but like that I might actually die mm-hmm. like that one bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the three of you are kind of going through different things. Uh, but you reconvene. Um, as as you reconvene, uh, you hear a familiar voice. It's Jada, um, as she is uh, the captain. Um, as she is uh, doing a little bit of crowd control. Um, she has started to. Uh, she's like commandeered her staff members that were up there. Um, they're bringing people uh, back to their rooms. Um, they're making sure that people are okay. Uh, they're cordoning off the area that some people have died in. Um, and so they seem to be handling the crowd for right now. Um, definitely people made it, like, down the stairs, um, in the time that you guys were doing stuff. Uh, so there's still certainly some people in danger, but, um, it's, the majority of people are, um, uh, sort of on their own now. Uh, you do realize that, like, Bobby and Bibby did say that they were going to kill people, um, so you know that some people are in danger, you just don't know how. Obviously, that's going to go down. Um, three of you are together again. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Oh, that sucked, huh? Yeah, that was a wild ride. But we have to get to the bottom of, of this. Literally, the ship. I up think the that, stairs, because yeah, that's where they're hiding. I believe so. But the staircases are constantly changing. I don't know how we're going to navigate through it. Well, why don't I check it out with this thing? And he does a little flip on the ripstick. We're going downstairs? Oh, yeah. Okay. Great. You guys head downstairs, past the dining room, on the Grand Concourse. You're going where you saw sort of the MC Asher stairs, right? I guess I wouldn't know where that is, so I, I don't zip away fast. I, I, I start to, but then I have to come back and be like... Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, actually, was I accurate in saying, like, are we talking Harry Potter staircase or, like, Escher? Like, they're all constantly connected. It's just a confusing pattern. No, I'm talking combination of Harry Potter and Escher. So it's like a moving Escher painting. I'm just picturing, like, a big Rubik's Cube, basically, mm-hmm. just, like, shifting and rotating. Mm-hmm. And it just sort of extends downwards and downwards and downwards and downwards, and you don't really know where it goes to. But, um, yeah, you get to the top of that. Uh, uh, so you're sort of standing at this... Um, Everything everything is below you is what I'm trying to say. So, like, you get to the top of this staircase that then leads down into what looks like an M.C. Escher painting that is moving constantly. Um, so, like, the staircases are reimagining themselves um, in different combinations to make a forever staircase. Uh, they're swinging around and leading to doors that seem like they go nowhere. Um, outside of, you don't see any walls. This is like a chasmous, um, cavernous uh, area uh, that looks like it kind of extends forever um, and that the main way that it goes down is sort of at this diagonal slant. Um, but you're not entirely sure like how you get there because it kind of looks 
like it also then goes up and then it goes to the side um, and it goes backwards and behind you um, but as far as you can tell you have to step forward to get down onto that first step I think Cassio would want to try to navigate a path uh, down these moving stairs using the ripstick if possible yeah um, I just need you to roll and act under pressure as you start to make your way through yeah, how about a 12? Yeah. Um, you make your way down. Uh, you have no problem, Cassio. You are like a natural at this. Jump on in, fellas. This seems like it's totally fine for you. Um, you have no problem making it through. Uh, you are like riding on these, um, uh, like on like on the walls almost. Like you're just sort of like, boom, 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 jumping between these different staircases. Um, it seems totally fine. Um, the two of you, uh, you are you going to try and follow? Yeah, and like I'm assuming, um, J- like Jerry knows about this room. He's tried to get through it. So is it? I'm assuming there's something blocking him from like going off book. Yes. So every time that you've tried, um, it's spit you back out like right where you have gone. And it does feel a little bit different this time. Um, if you want to go ahead and both of you can roll me a act under pressure as well if you're trying to make it through. Uh, ten. Okay, great. So full success as well. Ooh, that is a four. The two of you, Jerry and Cassio, you make it through this sort of weird, undulating staircase room. Super strange, super weird. Um, you, Edgar, um, you get kind of caught on one of the stairs. Um, and as you see the two of them, they disappear from sight. Uh, they, they head further away from you. Um, sort of at like such a rapid clip because they're almost being carried by the staircases as they're like leaping through um, doorways and things like that as they sort of uh, uh, just fall over each other um, in like a graceful way to get down to the bottom of this moving staircase. But you get caught um, and you get thrown through a doorway um, and the door opens up and it pushes you out um, into pitch blackness. Hello, folks. Thanks for listening to another episode of Mixed Success. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Mixed Success Podcast, and our email is mixedsuccesspodcast at gmail.com. See you next time.